Welcome to the podcast. Three, 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 three uncles. Three, 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 three uncles in a basement. Three uncles in the basement podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Three Uncles in a Basement. I think I realized something today. We gotta stop numbering these episodes because the amount of crappy content we produce and then never end up using, it really messes up our episode count. So from now on, we're not gonna number these episodes. We're just gonna give them a title. And don't like mention things that happened in the past. Either. Yeah, let's not mention stuff that happened in the past. Okay, um, I'm going to give the microphone to Bindi for our disclaimer. So, as always, don't take anything we say too seriously. We're just here to share our thoughts, stories, opinions, and perspectives on things. Don't take anything we say to be factual because we haven't done any research. And this podcast definitely isn't for educational purposes. It's just for fun. Sounds about right. Do you guys feel nervous every time we start recording? I don't feel nervous, but then what happens to me is I kind of forget, like, what was, like, the topic I wanted to cover. I kind of get, like, I start drawing a blank, basically, when I hit, when we hit record. I agree. Not really nervousness, just can't think. I don't know. I, I definitely kind of get nervous every time, right before we start recording, and then, uh, and then we, and then I, I also end up forgetting what we're talking about, so there's long silences, and it takes forever to edit those out, um, but I think... Over the last, maybe last two recordings, that's gotten a little bit better. And um, hopefully we're not going to have those uh, silence issues today. Here's (laughs) the first silence right away. Okay, I have a question for the both of you. All right. Right. You guys were both born and raised in Canada. Why can't you guys say Tylenol properly? This isn't our fault, okay? This is like based on how our parents pronounced it and then you know that you hear things and you grow up hearing a word a certain way and then just sticks with you okay, okay my parents do the same thing right they, they never said Tylenol it's a Tylenol but I can read the label I can see it says Tylenol we're just more Advil people <laughs> I get what you're saying it's just the like it's certain words that just stick with you that it's hard to like change, like wrap your head around pronouncing it differently when you've said it a certain way for so long. And yeah, we could have just read the label, and but we we didn't. Okay. What's the first topic? We got a lot on the docket. Um, we could jump ahead with the zombie apocalypse. Oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, my cousin messaged me today. Uh, she sent me um, I think it was on Instagram. She sent me uh this a picture or something about. Um, AI was given the task of figuring out how to get rid of humanity and then I think it started coordinating with other computer systems and they started they started looking up nuclear <laughs> nuclear weapons and shit oh, so shit. my cousin's like should we build a bunker and then we started talking about end, like, end of world shit like, like do you, would you want to live or die right away if we came to an apocalyptic event. So if it was an apocalyptic event and like we're, are we 100% sure like the world is over or we're still kind of trying to save humanity? No, it's pretty fucked up. Like it's like most of the people are dead. There's no vegetation. Like There's no good water sources. There's radiation in the air. That kind of stuff. So in that situation, I would say, yeah, just kill me because I'm too lazy and I don't want to try to like, you know, trying to survive is so much work and I just don't want to go through that. Okay, let's take radiation out of the air so you can actually breathe a little bit and you know you're not going to get radiation poisoning. D- does that change? No, I would still I would still want to just go. <laughs> what about you? I mean, it depends like okay, if like the people I know are dead, right? Like people near me and if I'm like in bad like health, then probably not. But if I like people I know are alive, you know, I'm pretty feeling good, then yeah, why not just try see where you go. My cousin said she would give me like a month. Before I died. But would you want to just die or you want to try to survive? I think I would want to try to survive and see see how things turn out. Even if the people I love are dead. See, the, I think the other factor you have to take into consideration is who are you with at that time? Like, do you have people around you that you think would be helpful in, like, helping you survive? Because some people will just slow you down. So it kind of depends on, like, who you're left with. I think in that situation, I would probably prefer to be alone because seeing what happened in covid people couldn't even handle a a toilet paper shortage 
So if the world's really fucked up, right? If like you, I think I would want to be alone. But then, if you're left alone, what's the point of surviving? Like, why would you want to still survive? For what purpose? I mean, just like, just just to see how far you can get. I feel like there's a difference in my mentality. Like, if it was like a natural disaster, like a meteoroid or like a volcano or like the earth just explodes or some shit, then it's different. But if you're being hunted by like machines or like zombies or something, then that's a different ball game. Which one do you prefer? Natural disaster, I feel like, would be easier than being hunted. But what if it was like the Terminator situation where you have um, machines hunting you, but you have like guns and stuff and you can fight back? Yeah, in that situation, it might be a little bit better. But like, still, like, I would not want to be hunted by zombies. You know, I'd rather have like a nuke thrown on me. And just go right away? Yeah. That was the thing with uh, The Walking Dead. They did a very good job of showing what that kind of situation would look like. But, uh, I don't know. I think I, w- I would want to see how far I could get. And then, if like it's if it's too much, then probably like, like, you know, like pause and quit the game myself. <laughs> so I was just looking this up right now because you were talking before. So there was an article published in the Daily Mail that says that experts from Oxford University did say that when AI eventually become well eventually over time become more intelligent than us and they could likely pose a threat to mankind that's the whole argument or debate against ai um the fear that it'll become sentient and uh try to take over the world i feel like i wouldn't be scared as of ai as much as zombies why but ai said i don't know it's just a computer it's not that scary but uh, zombies are dumb you, yeah, but they, they can't think. They just, like they go. Uh, they walk around making that noise. AI can outthink you. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't feel scared of AI. I, I don't but, know. What it, it's just like a mental thing. No, but think about it. Like AI currently exists, right? There's like artificial intelligence out there, and these softwares are advancing, right? Like look at Chat GPT. Um, versus zombies don't exist. So how could you be more scared of something that... No, the threat, their threat right now okay. might be higher. Hold on. Okay, for the last two months, what have we been doing every single day? Playing video games. Playing Madden, specifically. If you run the same play more than twice in a row, what happens? The game knows. Game knows. So now apply that to a life situation. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. okay. Still, I would... Okay, it might be harder to live with, like, fight robots... But I would just be, I would just be more scared of zombies, because they can actually like bite you, right? And I feel like the computers can't bite you; they will kill you with bullets and shit. You're basing this whole thing on the fact that you don't want to be bitten by something. <laughs> Basically, what if AI creates a robot and all it does is bite? Then you're screwed, right? What if AI creates a robot that looks like a zombie, and it bites you? Yeah, then you're fucked. I um, ever since uh, ever since I was a kid. I had this thought in my in my mind of what it would be like if I was the last person left on earth. The first thing I would do is go to the local dealership, the Lamborghini dealership, <laughs> and take my favorite car for a ride. I agree. That's the right thing to do in that what situation. Do? Oh, I don't even know. I haven't even thought about that. You guys you guys don't spend time imagining shit. I don't I don't daydream a lot. I just I don't know. I'm more tethered to reality, okay? No oh, man, you gotta daydream once in a while. So much fun. Yeah, I would either test drive like a car or something, or break into like I don't know, like Best Buy or something, and then just like steal everything and then just play everything. But at that point, it's not stealing because there's nobody there to stop you. Taking, I don't take know. shit. Yeah. The other thing that um no okay this is this I I admit myself is stupid. I try not to get dependent on things like certain like medications or or like. Some like random shit, right? In the event that there is a world-ending apocalypse, and I'm the only person left, and I can no longer have access to those things, how would I survive? It's not—it's so stupid. It's—it it makes no sense. But yeah, that's a real thought. It's a really irrational thought. Like, yeah, but I mean, it's good. You have to be able to live without things. But like by medication, it doesn't even mean medication. It means like vitamins too. Like I was telling him to take magnesium, <laughs> and he's like, that was his. Th- like idea behind not wanting to take magnesium is so stupid i'm like what if the world ends and i can no longer get magnesium tablets i don't want to be dependent on them so stupid that's not logical yeah but like drug addicts get addicted to shit 
yeah but he's not even talking about hardcore drugs he's just talking about vitamins and shit (laughs) (laughs) the other reason is there's guys who shave their legs and stuff right like bodybuilder guys right and like if i start developing a nice physique and then i start shaving my legs and the world ends and then I, get, I have no longer have access to razors. All the razors, all the razors in my vicinity, are like used up and shit. Like then what, right? So like, best thing to do is never shave. Just don't shave your legs. But in that scenario, if you're the last person on earth, why does it matter? Why do you still need to shave your legs? For what purpose? Who's looking at you? There's no one left. Like I said off the top, this doesn't make sense. But these are the thoughts that go through my mind. Like you got to do something when you're up until like three o'clock at night how about you sleep sometimes you just want to test the capabilities of your body and how late you can sleep three three is like my sweet spot on days that i'm not working the next day yeah obviously when you which when for you the last two months has been every, every single day <laughs> man summer vacation for you speaking of best buy guess who i met at best buy once big bird nice the, not the yellow one right no 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 okay the music producer I went to high school with them, right? So we were kind of friends in high school. Uh, on the same school bus, had a couple of classes together. Um, he signed my yearbook and shit. So I went to Best Buy one time. And he was inside Best Buy. And he's like, yo, let me introduce you to a friend of mine. I'm like, okay. He takes me to the aisle that his friend, friend, his friend was in. Guess who it was? Fateh. So he's like, yo, this is my friend Harpreet. This is my boy Fateh. You know, and then you know the first thing Fatih says to me, "What? Yo, where do you live?" <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, this is a pretty pretty weird question. The first time you meet somebody, yeah, right? yeah. So that's how I met Fatih. I actually used to see him at York, and you never talked to him. No, we used to make eye contact all the time. But <laughs> <laughs> what? Like we still walk through the halls, and like he would see me, I would see him, lock eyes, and just move along. And, like, I guess he wanted to see if I would recognize him because he is, like, like famous. I guess like famous, but I don't know. just lock eyes and just keep 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 it moving. He was famous at that point. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been known in uh, in the Punjabi circles for quite a long time. I think since MySpace days. Really, he dates that back. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he's originally from California. And I, I remember seeing his stuff on MySpace back in high school, I think. At that point, he used to go by Young Fateh. Uh, I think now it's just Fateh. I, rem- I remember the first, like, I thought Fateh, like, originated from, like, Jocelyn's skits and, like, small no, roles. No. no, he had his own thing, his own music thing going before he started working with uh, with Just Rain. Oh, I thought he was just, like, recently got into music. No. Speaking of people who are from the Punjabi community and pursued careers who aren't, you know, your typical doctors and engineers and lawyers. How do you think their parents felt when uh, when they told them that I want to be in entertainment? I want to, like, make music or make videos, be a director, be an artist? Like, I would imagine that it was a very difficult conversation to have because it's, like... I think the main thing with brown parents is they want you to have a career that's stable, that gives you job security, that gives you a steady income. So it definitely have to be some sort of like back and forth discussion. I'm sure there was some extent of like, oh, this is not what we want for you or this isn't the best for you. And then like, for example, when I was younger, like I think I was like four or five, like, I was telling my parents I want to be a singer when I grow up, right? And you know how kids just have stupid, like, whatever, this wanna be, this is what I want to be when I grow up? And my parents were, like, so annoyed and said, no, do ni singer banna. But it's like, I was, like, a little kid. I wasn't serious about it, obviously. But even at that age, so early on, it was, like, already, like, no, that's not okay. That's funny, though. Why? Because you're shitting on, like, a child's, like, dream. That's, like, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I think at that point... Like you haven't, you, like you know, your child's not going to be a singer, right? Yeah. It, like more like more likely than not, the odds are not in your child's favor, right? Yeah. But like to just like flat out shit on your child at that age, <laughs> like you just like crush their confidence. Yeah, it's not a. I think if you're gonna go into like a, an orthodox career, well, you you'd probably have to do it like part time first, like have a steady job and then do it on the side, and eventually when you become bigger, then stream off into that, right? Kind of like what we're doing with the podcast basically right we're, we're not quitting our jobs and saying oh, i want to be a podcaster 
right? <laughs> Imagine that. I I tried telling my parents that we started recording a podcast, but they don't know what a podcast is. So I'm like, uh, we started a radio station. <laughs> that was funny, but they were like so supportive of it. It was really cute. They were like, yeah, do it. Yeah, I was trying to explain to my dad like. Yo, like up, like you saw, like the mixture thing, right? He's like, yo, what is this? I'm like, we're gonna be on AM five thirty now, right? He's like, this kid, I should don't care. What are you gonna talk about? I'm like, I don't know, whatever. Like, you know, like you tell me what to talk. He's like, they know history. He's like, you know a lot about history. Talk about history. I'm like, okay, there you go. Yo, you do know a lot about history. You're only sixteen. Yeah. Like how? I don't. Like, where do you do your research? Uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> That's not that's not a reliable source, man. I feel like Roger knows a lot about like sports history, like things that happened before his time. Like, how do you know that stuff? It's sports; it gets around. I mean, like, no, no. Okay, my question. Okay, you can look it up on the internet. That's what you do. You're not in, in the library picking out books, right? Like, yeah. no one does that shit anymore. I know. Actually, I have a friend who does that. She still goes to the library. My question is, what motivates you to? be this knowledgeable about shit that you know very in in most cases it's very obscure that's just curiosity right like you wonder about why something is like something then you google it then it leads you down a rabbit hole and then there you go and i like to think that i'm pretty knowledgeable on 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 various different topics but sometimes like you like you, you like you're outdoing me really I don't have that type of curiosity when it comes to history, so I know like nothing about historical events. I would say. I guess also I have a lot of like free time, right? I'm not really doing anything. I usually have a lot of free time too. The the amount of free time you have, it's just like it's it's laughable. Like you could do so much with the with the amount of free time you have. So g- getting back to the topic at hand, we're uh, we're going off topic. Like Rajvir said, uh, unorthodox career choices. How long do you think it t- it's going to take before we see somebody from the Punjabi community make it big in Hollywood? Lily Singh doesn't count. Like, doesn't Priyanka Chopra kind of count? Oh, wait, sorry. I mixed it up the other way around. Never mind. What do you mean? No, no, no. What What's do you mean? What's the other way around? What's the other way around? I, I realized you said Punjabi after my bad. What? What? Because Priyanka Chopra from Bollywood. Yeah, that's why. I thought you meant someone from Bollywood making it big in Hollywood. Okay, fine. How long before somebody from Brampton makes it big in in Hollywood? Uh, Not from Brampton, but India. I think Diljit Dasanj will probably be the first guy to make it into Hollywood. Really? Yeah, I mean, he has like, he made songs with like Tory Lanez and you know, he's making moves. But does Tory Lanez actually understand what he's saying, and does he understand what Tory Lanez is saying? <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. Okay, his whole identity is uh, is based on the fact that he doesn't speak English, <laughs> right? Yeah, but he has a uh, he has citizenship in America, the the song. So maybe that helps with something. It's not gonna help with shit, man. <laughs> Just because you're a citizen doesn't mean you got a job in Hollywood. I don't know, it's tough to say. There's no one, like, standing out right now that I would say, oh, like, that person could potentially, you know, blow up in Hollywood. I think if Just Rain kept with his career, he could have made it I think so, too. I think if Just Rain kept going, I think he would have landed himself a role in Hollywood. Definitely. But also, like, what happened to Just Rain? Like, he's still, like, nowhere to be seen, right? I kind of fucked up. So back when uh, when I was at York... A friend of a friend invited me to some association thing where all these guys were hanging out, Just Rain, and whoever was in his circle at that time. And I didn't go because I had confidence issues and shit, right? <laughs> like social anxiety and shit. And all these guys were, were hanging out there. So if I went, maybe I would have become friends with these guys and today we'd know where where Just Rain was. Yeah. The thing that hurts me or like was preposterous about Just Rain is... He left. Okay, if you want to leave, you know, you don't like your thing anymore, you at least tell your fans, right? I feel like your fans... Oh. Yeah, the guy just disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah. Yeah, I would, like, at least say, like, okay, I'm taking a break from social media, or you know what, I want to do a career change, I'm no longer interested in, like, you know, like, being all public on media and whatnot. But the day 
if if he ever makes another video that will blow up so fast and that'll be his roadmap to hollywood exactly the hype is going to be so strong all the gore going to be like who is this guy <laughs> we want him in our movies i mean youtubers like back in like the 2010s they got into shitty hollywood movies right like ksi was in a shitty hollywood movie there's other youtubers who were in shitty hollywood who movies. is ksi he is from the uk yeah uh he is he makes music now too okay he does boxing now but before he just did like fifa FIFA pack openings, videos with his brother playing on the Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I thought he was just uh, some guy who did video game stuff on YouTube. Yeah, that, and in like his early days, that's what he was. Okay, okay. Now he's like branched out a lot. Oh, I see. His, and as he said his goal in boxing is just to beat Jake Paul. Like once I beat Jake Paul, it's done. I quit boxing. The cookie one of the... <laughs> Let's see what happens. Wendy, anything on your mind? No? Just a clapping monkey? <laughs> Like, like, was it Homer or Peter? <laughs> Whichever, both of them. I guess. Both of them? Homer. It's Homer Simpson. Speaking of Simpsons and all those things, I feel like Simpsons and like Family Guy, I feel like they're pretty close in competition. But I don't know what happened to American Dad. American Dad, I feel like it was it used to be up there with them. And today, I don't feel like it's the same quality that it once was. I haven't watched American Dad in so long, but... I used to really like it. I used to like it better than Family Guy, but same. But the new stuff just doesn't. The yeah. new stuff doesn't hit. Like Stan, with just the dad, the main character, his he's just he's not like anything special anymore. He's just you know he doesn't even go to work. I think he got too repetitive. Maybe. I've never watched. Was it American Dad? Yeah. Yeah, I never watched American Dad ever. So I've always been into The Simpsons and uh, Family Guy came up with a joke one time that I think would be, what's that word? Um, right up Family Guy's alley. Yeah. It's probably offensive. <laughs> Should I say it? Yeah. Okay. So, Peter and Lois are walking down the street. Yeah. And they come across a guy who has arthritis. And arthritis messes up your fingers, right? So, they're not like straight and sure, right? Yeah. They, they go crooked and they become deformed, I guess you could say. So, Peter and Lois walking down the street, they come across a guy with arthritis who also can't speak. Okay. So, he's using his hands, arthritic hands, to do sign language. And Peter goes to Lois, look, Lois, he's mumbling. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's good. We're going to have to apologize to people who can't talk in the next episode. And mumblers. And mumblers. And And people with arthritis. Killed three birds with one stone there. Killed three birds with one stone. Another thing about media, TV shows, I feel like TV shows and movies, they don't hit like they used to. What do you mean? Like they're just not, I don't know what it is. I think it might be social media. But before when you watched a movie, you got happy. It seemed something inspired. Now you look at media, it's just dog shit. But I think that also the content... Like what the TV shows and movies and stuff, they've the content that they put in there has changed and it's evolved over time. Like in the sense that, like, so when Robin and I were younger and growing up and what stuff we watched, like the movies we watched or the TV shows we watched, some of the stuff in there would now be deemed inappropriate, right? Yeah. Um, go back and watch something like, uh, like Frasier. Yeah. Great show. Um, but if you watch it now, a lot of the stuff that that they say, you you couldn't make that show. You could not make that show today. Mm-hmm. I think they make gay jokes, fat jokes, um, maybe even some racist jokes. But I mean, it's okay. The thing with comedy is, you have to be able to distinguish between in, uh, intent, right? The thing that makes comedy funny is you can make a racist joke or what a woke person would consider an offensive joke but you know what the intent behind it is just to make somebody laugh not to cause harm right so i can go back and watch that show i can recognize where it might be inappropriate but i'm not getting offended by it because i know the intent behind it yeah whereas i feel like if you know like the same show was now like just released right like seinfeld were we talking about seinfeld or frazier frazier if frazier was just released now and people are watching it like 
the characters would come off and the show would come off as being like really homophobic and even racist at, at times based on like the jokes they would tell back then and back then it was seemed like it was deemed as appropriate because all shows like all shows that were you know focused on comedy had similar type of content i would say I feel like a very good movie that you can't make today white chicks no you can't make that today you can't you you know no putting on makeup to look like a different race no ask justin trudeau how that went <laughs> no you know you, you still can't. want election though yeah that's yeah that makes no sense yeah and I, and i think i saw it on tiktok or instagram or something but there's something that like jennifer aniston had like kind of said the same thing about friends too that um like in today's world like some of the content and jokes in friends might be seemed deemed as inappropriate would you agree with that with friends mm with friends yeah no no you could see that with the office though oh yeah with the office definitely but mm. with friends okay they they make fat jokes yeah about monica mm-hmm. other than that i don't really recall maybe i'm wrong but i don't recall anything inappropriate about friends people okay people did say that they were um they weren't very inclusive because all they had was white people yeah that's true yeah i would agree with that maybe it was maybe that's what she was referring to in terms of like the cast being most mostly like white people the other thing i don't understand is how people don't like friends there's people out there who genuinely don't like friends and it makes no sense to me. I like friends, but I've never watched like the every single episode. I've watched like here and there. Which is fine, but yeah, I don't I don't get how people don't like friends. Like it's I think it's one like the best shows ever. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it makes zero sense to me. The other show that you can't make nowadays, probably everybody loves Raymond. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Why what happened in there? You haven't seen it? I've seen it, but I've never seen. I don't think I've seen anything racist or like that. No, it's not racist. Uh no, okay. They 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 may be used as a couple of terms here and there which you probably can't use nowadays to refer to different races. But the whole premise of that show is that the husband is the breadwinner and the wife stays home and takes care of the kids oh, and like that. tends okay. to the husband. Yeah, so you because of that you probably couldn't make that show today. You know one thing I've noticed is you watch any commercial nowadays. I'm not saying this is a good thing or a bad thing. We watch any commercial nowadays, it will be some kind of family that's comprised of different races. Right? Like you could they could be out of a bank and you'll have like a brown dude and like a Chinese woman or something. They're really trying to they're trying to diversify nowadays. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like the commercials you see these days they're more inclusive. Um, so not just like with um, different ethnic backgrounds you'll see, but you also see like they're trying to be more inclusive towards people with different type of like disabilities, for example. So you'll see more of those people like in commercials as well. I think that's uh, that's that's a that's that's an accurate depiction of the communities that people live in today. No, so I would just say, like, that's a positive change compared to, like, when we were growing up and the type of commercials we saw, like, it was mostly just, like, Caucasian people on screen. Yeah, no, that's true. I saw a commercial with uh, with two guys and they had a they had a kid. It wasn't until, like, five minutes later I realized that those guys were probably gay in the commercial. I just thought they were friends with a kid. And I don't, know, I don't know if you do this too, but, like, or maybe we both do this. Remember when we watched, like, movies like english movies and you see someone in the background that has like a bug we always pointed out dude i paused it and rewind it and zoom in on the guy's face <laughs> nothing makes me happier than seeing a guy with a bug in like a 90s hollywood movie and if you guys go back and look at it it's the same guy <laughs> it's what's well, the same guy in every movie more or less there's this one guy he has an englandy type of bug and they have him as an extra in a lot of Hollywood movie. The guy with the long beard? Like name mm. a few movies, like one or two. I'm pretty sure you might have been in Harry Potter too. <laughs> Look, no, cuz I I I remember seeing a, a guy with a bug as an extra in Harry Potter. 
but I don't think it was this guy. I can't name any of the movies that he's been in, but the guy with the long beard, his name is uh, Varis Aluvalia. It's not yeah. him. No, it's not him. Uh-huh. No, no. That guy's not an extra. He's actually, yeah, he, he actually, actually has roles in movies. One movie he had was, it wasn't really a Bollywood movie, but uh, I think it's Beepa Boys or Beepa Boys. I think it's Beepa Boys, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's based on, is that the movie that's based on Bindi Johal? Yeah. I think so. I think so. But he was in that movie, in that movie with uh, Denzel, Inside Man. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. And he's also been in, uh, I think, some Wes Anderson movies. Um, so, no, yeah. So, he's actually, like, a legit actor. He's not an extra. Then there you go. That's the first guy in Hollywood, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because Wait, he's not a star. I wouldn't call him a star. He's not a star. Okay. The days of somebody looking like us being a star in a, Hollywood, in a Hollywood movie, okay, we're not near those days. I think that's way, way off into the future, right? Because it was just recently that an Asian guy got a leading role in, in a Hollywood movie with, uh, uh, what's that movie? The Ten Rings? Simu Liu? So yeah, I, I don't think we're close. I think, if anything... Again, in my daydreams, I've uh, daydreamt about being in Hollywood, and I'm usually being cast as a Mexican guy. <laughs> Why are you a Mexican guy? <laughs> because uh, haven't you seen my haven't you seen my high school photos? I don't think you look Mexican though. I have that little wispy mustache. I mean, look at look at Carnotilla, man. That's like his entire thing. You could pass for a Mexican. That's what he plays in his music videos. Exactly. He goes down to Mexico, (laughs) (laughs) drives lowriders, or goes to jail, marries Mexican girls. I don't think Carnagelo looks like a Mexican. He doesn't. But that's what he plays in his music videos. He tries to push it. We're playing a NAF party. You're getting a movie too, right? I thought you were going to say, is a NAF party playing a Mexican? (laughs) No, doesn't he? I don't think he's getting. He has a documentary, isn't it already out and stuff? Yeah, yeah. But the guy from uh, Harold and Kumar, the guy who plays Kumar, is playing Nav Bhatia in a in a in a biopic. Biopic or biopic? I don't know. Bi- biopic, right? Biopic, Bio- biopic, biopic. Biopic. We'll go with biopic. If you want to correct us, slide in slide in our DMs or something. <laughs> Or just call us. You guys have our phone numbers. There's like five of you listening anyway. Um, so that that's not out yet then, right? And that's supposed to be like a remake of his life story and basically. Yeah. yeah. See, I feel like, you know, like you could have got like a brown guy to play that role. Like a Punjabi guy to play that role. Okay. I was going to say a brown guy is playing that role. <laughs> but a Punjabi guy, right? Yeah, you could have. You could have played him. I'm too young. No, no, no. Well, he was young too at one point. You could have played... played his younger self. You could have played his younger self in the movie. I don't think my acting abilities are there. Oh, trust me. I think so. Really? Yeah. All right, we'll call these producers up. Can you tell mom and dad you want to be an actor? Do it. <laughs> no, I don't... Okay, the whole thing about if you tell your parents you want to do something like this, what our parents will say is, you know, like what kind of life is that? That's no life. You are no enjoy then. You gotta stop listening to your parents' advice at some point, man. Just do your own shit. It's like I've seen the decisions you made and where they got you. Like, uh, no, thank you. I would agree with that, but I mean, he has to like. I think it's hard for him because he's so young. Like, he still has to kind of listen to them at least for a little bit longer. I'm just saying, like, if he wants to, like. Go audition for something. I think he should be able to do that. Okay, he's not actively looking for roles. You're <laughs> acting like he's trying to go, and his parents are stopping him. If you wanna, if you, if if you ever wanna go audition for something, I'll take you. I've never once looked at an audition. Uh, I've never once looked at a audition posting before. Well, you should now. You can play like younger versions of enough body type people in movies. Who else is it? That's only him. Who else is getting a documentary anytime soon? I don't think this is his dream. I think this is your dream for him now. There's one movie I could play. This might be an edgy joke a little bit. 
Okay, if there is a if they made a movie about the Air India bombings, I could. Oh, be in oh that. my God! You could, yeah, you would, yeah, you could, yeah. I guess you you could definitely audition for that. But Vindi probably doesn't know what we're talking about. That's why I didn't laugh. Someone explain it to me. Yeah, you're Canadian and you don't know about the Air India bombings. I don't get the joke. Okay. Just to clarify, we're not laughing at the Air India bombings. No, many people died. Many people died. We're not laughing at that. That's not funny. It's just Roger auditioning for... A, if they make a movie, Roger could audition for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, the Air India bombings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roger, correct me if I'm wrong. You probably know more about this than I do. They retaliated in response to the 1984 attacks. On the Golden Temple? Yeah. Right? So, after the 1984 attacks on the Golden Temple, this group of guys, this group of guys in BC, they hatched a plan to blow up... Can we talk about this shit? Yeah, I think it's fine. Talking about blowing up planes. It's Canadian history, man. History, you're not... Okay, fine. So, they they came up with a plan to blow up uh, an airliner. And they succeeded over Ireland, I think. Yeah. Over the course, uh, course, coast of Ireland, Ireland or something. Yeah. And then a couple of years ago, they got uh, finally got arrested or released. I don't know about I don't know about the modern part, but what I heard was I heard like two different variations of the story. One is that the Indian government bombed the plane themselves to make like sick people and like Punjabi people look bad. Mm-hmm. Right, because then there's you know that's one story I've heard. Other story is that they wanted to send a message, but somebody programmed the bomb bomb and it blew up with like a plane full of people, and it's just supposed to be an empty plane blowing up. I never heard of that. I was just aware of the uh, like whatever like whatever's been presented in the media. I never actually took a deep dive uh, deep dive into it. Deep dive, wow, deep yeah. dive into it. But um. One of the guy who who was actually originally like charged with like uh, that they are um, bombing like terrorist or whatever, but he was proven innocent. He was recently like shot and killed in BC. In the Jeet Singh Raya, that guy? No, it's, his name's something. Else. It's like uh, Riku Dhaman or something. Oh. That guy ran a Khalsa school. That went down a. <laughs> that went down a. <laughs> dark, that went down a dark, dark tunnel. <laughs> Talking about auditioning for movies and playing Navbot, yeah, too. A terrorist running a college school, or a guy who was allegedly a terrorist yeah. running a college school. Yeah, you learn something new every day. You really do. <laughs> Did you guys go to college school? No. Roger. Nah, but when I first moved here, right, everybody thought I came from college school. You look like you own a college school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. Imagine you go to a bar to pick up girls and Dixie Gordura gets a call saying That would happen too. Uh, that's just like the look he has. <laughs> yeah, what can I do about it, man? Nothing, man. Just own it. Exactly. Just groom it. You some beard oil and shit just Your beard oil I've been getting like mixed like things. I asked like one guy, I'm like, yo, like one of my cousins, I'm like, yo, what should I use for like beard oil, right? He's like, it's too expensive, just use coconut oil. I asked another guy, he's like, yo, why the hell are you trying to use coconut oil, man? Use actual beard oil. Uh Robin, do you use beard oil? Yeah. Get, no, you should definitely use beard oil. Yeah. And maybe even conditioner. Conditioner? Yeah, I think your beard's long enough where it would actually have an impact. Like a couple of months ago when I was growing my beard and my beard was longer. What are you laughing at? <laughs> your beard was longer. It's like it was like slightly longer. You're like looking at his and comparing yours to his. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't say mine was as long as his. Mine was longer than what it is now. Okay. And yeah, I would apply conditioner and it would like kind of soften it up a bit. And uh, and beard oil. It makes a huge difference. So then what's the routine? Like, how do you maintain it when you put on the beard oil? 
And what type of beard oil do you use? It's no routine. Like most times you saw me, like I, I've been home from work for two months. I looked homeless from like, <laughs> like, like unless I had to go somewhere or we had like a, like, like a party. Yeah, so if you, that's what I'm saying. If you have to like do something to your beard, like what are the steps? Uh, either you, when you get out of the shower, you comb it down a bit and apply beard oil or you take a wet cloth uh, you put it you put it on your face and get your beard a bit damp comb it down and, and apply uh, beard oil yeah that's not straightforward I was gonna say you know dad uses like a tauty <laughs> <laughs> I've, I, I've used that because sometimes like when, when you're like Raj like your beard right now yeah like there's like stray ends in every direction right like <laughs> you poke an eye out with those right <laughs> right so if you start tying a tati, yeah. Okay, for people who don't know what a tati is, in Punjabi culture, if you have a beard, you tie a cloth to your face that covers your beard, and you, and you tie the knot on top of your head. It looks like you have uh, like, like like a toothache. You're trying to uh, you're, <laughs> you're trying to stop, but it's actually to pat your beard down. I put a tati on one time. My beard. It was one of my beard was pretty short. I just, uh, you know, it's just all <laughs> nice and close and together. Yeah. I have a story about a Tati. So when I was little, like, I was in, I think I was in junior kindergarten. And, like, I wanted to go home. I used to, like, I used to cry all the time in kindergarten. I didn't want to be at school. Um, so I wanted to go home. So what I did was we had recess and then we had to switch, you know, from our outdoor shows, shoes to our indoor shoes. And I, like... Um, hid my socks and then the teacher noticed that I had no socks so she's like oh we have to actually send you home because you can't be walking you can't be wearing your shoes with no socks so then they called my dad to pick me up and my dad was getting ready for work at the time so he didn't bother like he had his so his beard and his whole tati was on and whatever so he didn't bother taking it off he just came straight to pick me up and then the teacher thought like my that my dad was injured or he had some kind of like jaw surgery happen that's why his face was all tied up and like obviously dad like he couldn't like explain it right in english um so he just kind of went along with it and then he took me home (laughs) that's the same thing that happened same thing that happened to my dad um so when we lived in uh we lived in winnipeg um some I don't know some goatee came to the house for something I, I don't know what it was um, and my dad had a had a tati on like we're straight from India it's been like a couple of weeks that we've that we've been in Canada no idea about any Canadian customs and like what's appropriate like what people wear and shit so this goatee comes in and my dad's got his tati on and she goes to my chacha like does he have a toothache <laughs> but one more thing about beards right yeah you know like James Harden he has like a big beard right yeah so whenever like the raptors are playing him or like uh, he like my dad sees him on tv right he's like hey, bro, <laughs> you know he's very really wise yeah only if he knew uh <laughs> what kind of establishments <laughs> he's, he's he's well yeah. known in around the houston area <laughs> we're talking about strip clubs bindi yeah i got it okay gosh okay yeah, man, maybe he might get, maybe James Harden might get Dixie Godora called on him. <laughs> Such a dead laugh. No, it's, uh, I think our, our community is too racist to, to believe that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 our people are too racist to believe that he would be in a Gurdwara at any point in his life. No, I actually saw this guy on Instagram. He's like Kala, right? And he's like Amartari. And he's like gay. What? Yeah, it's a thing. He, he's he's black, he's Amartari, and he's gay. Yeah. I don't know how it works or like, I don't know like the technicalities of it, but I just saw his Instagram. I'm, I'm pretty sure Sikhi doesn't specifically say anything about sexuality though. It just says like don't like lust over people. That's the main yeah. message. Like, uh, huh? That's that's interesting. But like, some people are like, you know, gay marriage shouldn't be allowed in Godwari. Where are they supposed to go? 
because they're, they're like they're like basically gay people could do like uh, whatever marriage they want right they could go out and like get like government like whatever court marriage right mm-hmm. but, like don't do that in like the Gwabdara based on people say that yeah you know I've never actually seen like you know when you look on Instagram and like TikTok whatever there's only always like so many wedding uh, pictures or at least that's what pops up on my feed because like I'm always looking at wedding stuff um, and I have seen like same-sex marriages um for Sikh people but it's never in the Godwara. like I've seen like outdoor weddings that's what I always see but are they doing it in accordance with Sikh traditions like they're dressed that way like I don't know if they're doing like the llama and everything I, like there's no I haven't seen any videos like that um but they're wearing what you would like traditionally wear to the Godwara if you were getting married we should ask my dad that question what if uh <laughs> if gay people are allowed to get married in the Gurdwara? Yeah. Is he home? Yeah, he's home. I think so. Maybe next time. <laughs> Maybe next time. I don't know how much I want to edit out of this episode. <laughs> no, but I actually genuinely, I want to know the answer to that as well. Or, you know, I also wonder if it, you know, how sometimes some certain things depend on the Gurdwara. So maybe there's certain ones that would allow it and certain ones that wouldn't. Who knows? Because in like the sick, like Rathamriyadda, which is like the code of conduct. So that's like marriage, defines marriage as between a man and a woman. So some people use that as like, you know. Yeah, my uh, my thinking is I don't think they would allow same-sex marriages in the Gurdwara. Yeah. Based on everything that we know about. Even if it's... Okay. Thing is, you have to dis- distinguish between the Sikh religion and Sikh, and, and Sikh culture. Yeah. Two very different things. So even if I think if uh, the, the religion says one thing, People are more more influenced by the culture, and they go in opposition to what what the actual um, religious teachings say. So that that makes a difference. You know, some people say that like people of like different religions, like marrying a sect, they shouldn't do like anandikaraj either. Who says this? People say that like religion should only be between sect and sect. Like oh, it, it doesn't matter like skin color where they come from, but they should both be like sect people. That's dumb. That's dumb. Yeah, I think that's dumb. What do you think? Sorry, just to interrupt, because I was just Googling to see if same-sex marriage is allowed in Gudwaras, and Google says no, but the source is Wikipedia, so I don't know how much we want to trust this, but they're saying that as of January 2005, there was something that was passed by um, the highest seat of Sikh Tribunal Religious Authority, I don't know what that means, but they're saying, they're saying it's not allowed, according to this. Raj, we probably went on Wikipedia and, and, and typed it out. <laughs> no, no. What were you, uh, you going to say? Raj, you, you were going to say something. Uh, yeah, like, you know, like, sick marrying non sick I mean, I feel like the way, like, the marriage is, is like, it's created to be between, like, two sects, right? Because, like, that's, like, the meanings of the norms and, like, you know, to understand that, like, in some, like, Godwar in the UK, you actually have to take a course before getting married. But what does that have to do with being sick well, on, 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 side, on, on both party sides? Because, like, it's, like, a really, like, okay. So, let's say you go up to, like, a Muslim person, right? Like, can a Muslim marry a non-Muslim person in, like, the Muslim wedding? I don't think so because this actually happened to a friend of mine and I believe his wife converted to Islam before they were allowed to get married. Yeah. yeah. But Sikhi is supposed to be about acceptance and acceptance of everybody regardless of where you come from and who you are, you know. So I don't think it should be an issue. I, I don't think you should have to be a Sikh to get married according to Sikh traditions as, as a, when you're partner is of that faith what was the question though like is that allowed currently in the godwara you're saying or it's allowed it happens it it varies on godwara to godwara but it does happen because i I can see like i've seen so many videos of that happening um so i think it is allowed in in godwaras it has to be allowed the question was should it be allowed if both people Mm -hmm. are not of the same religion i think it should be allowed Yeah. yeah i think so too yeah. Should be allowed. Yeah, I mean, if we if we're going modern, right? 
I think we probably would should have it allowed. But the thing is, I feel like one thing that's kind of like pecond or like ritualistic would be let's say you get married at the Gurdwara one day, then the next day you get married at like a church or something. Like I feel like you know why are you even going through with the Gurdwara wedding then? No, because okay, so let's say if I was marrying somebody of a different faith, yeah, okay, hypothetically speaking, um, pick any religion, okay. So I would want to get married according to my traditions, and she would want to get married according to her, according to her, mm. to her, according to her traditions, yeah. right? If I want her to be respectful of what I want, then I have to show the same respect to her and what she believes in. So I wouldn't have an issue with that. Yeah, and I feel like even regardless of if you, if like the couple did want to do just one wedding, it's also always like the parents input as well so maybe the parents on both sides want to follow their own traditions so in that case i feel like you have to like do both right okay let's say she comes from let's say like the hindu faith right (laughs) right um the parents so her parents they've raised her and they've wanted to get their daughter married according to what their traditions are right and then i come along be like no fuck you we're only doing the gurdwara part you can't do that. You've got to be respectful of people's wishes and, and what they want. You can't be so blinded by religious ideologies and uh, and, and, and structures that that you go and in- intentionally harm or hurt other people's other people's feelings just because you don't want to adapt to what they want. Yeah, but I think what Roger's point was kind of like you're already married. Why are you getting married again? Yeah. But like what? No, no. His point when you're trying to say like, how, why do you need two weddings? Like one is enough. No, what I'm yeah, kind of, but like you know, like yeah, basically. But like I get it. I get. I try. I understand what you're trying to say, right? But if you're gonna be like that, like uptight about it, then like might as well just find another person to get married with, right? You're losing me. No, okay. What I'm saying is, if somebody's going to be so uptight, that's like, oh, like, you know, it has to be like done this way, right? Mm. Then maybe that person shouldn't be marrying somebody of a different faith. Oh, no, of course not. Yeah. No, no. If that person is that rigid, they wouldn't even entertain marrying somebody who doesn't belong to their religion. Yeah. All like key questions you should ask before marrying someone. (laughs) Okay. um, What else were we going to talk about? Relationships. Yeah, relationships. We're the ones in a, in a, in a, in a relationship. <laughs> we're uh, the, is he gonna ask us questions? Yeah, he's gonna ask us questions. There you go. Ask us your. Questions. Okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, I've never thought about relationships a lot. But when was your age where you felt like just what's the best age to start dating? I think it's gonna depend person to person, like when you're ready to start dating. But I would say, like, just in my opinion, just at least be eighteen. Yeah, I, I would say B18. They they can get expensive. So. <laughs> oh, shit, really? Yeah, man. I thought we're talking about, I thought like equal, equality is like a thing nowadays, though. But I mean, like, you still gotta buy shit when you're together. That's true. Like, you can do 50 50, like, you know, you take turns paying, but like, you still need money. But that goes for the girl, too, then. If we're saying equality, like they both both parties need money. Yeah. Okay. Why do I just stay single then? <laughs> That's what I've been telling you. Stay single. Don't fall for this trap. It's an endless money pit. God damn it! <laughs> I, re- I read something recently that said being in a in a in a being in a relationship is solving problems together that you didn't have when you were single. Yeah, I guess that's kind of true. And like, and wedding planning is really stressful. And I think it like. Whoa, we're talking about dating. Stop from wedding I'm planning. Fine, okay. It just geez. naturally goes in that direction when you're dating someone and you get engaged and you get married. Like, we're gonna get married at eighteen. That's not what we're saying. Some people did. Back in the day. Yeah, back, back in, in the, the day. day. Yeah, back in the day. As soon as you were married, you had a predetermined match for you. Soon as you were married. Yeah. Sorry, uh, as soon as you were born, <laughs> like 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 your parents would uh would would have picked out someone for you, someone yeah. for you to marry when you turned ten. 
Okay, next question. Yeah. How has the game evolved as you've grown older? And how what changes have you had to make as a player? I, I think the dating pool becomes really bleak. And what's out there is really just turns into garbage over the years, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> um, and like, you know, when you watch older movies, people meet each other at bars or whatever. That's so common. Like, that's not the reality today like you meet people more so online on dating apps that's more common and because of that there's so many options out there that it's like to go long term with someone it's very difficult because like they might be thinking of what else is out there and you might as well so then it's like you kind of just want to for example if you're on the dating apps you want to just keep swiping and talking to other people and see okay what's next who's next so i think the endless option kind of makes it hard for someone who's looking for something serious and long-term. It's really easy to be a hoe nowadays for men and women. Mm. So you can be talking to somebody and then the other person can be talking to like five other people at the same time. Um, so you never know if you're being played or if the, if, you, if, you, if the other person is actually having a serious conversation with you or feels the same way about you that... The, you know, the, the same way that you feel about them i wouldn't say not not necessarily like that you're getting played it's just like that's the new norm like how robin was saying like you the other person can be talking to five other people that they likely are because that's like what goes these days like that's the norm these days um so unless you're like you know you keep talking to someone for a long time like you have to actually clarify like you know if you want to get um, exclusive like you actually have to have that conversation um you shouldn't expect that the person isn't seeing other people anything else no i think that's something to the game's changed the players have changed and um you can't like the way people think has changed is, is what i mean oh. i was gonna say the players haven't changed it's just they've just aged no the players have changed there's if you look at like different genders and stuff now so Players have definitely changed. Okay, that's fair, yeah. New forms of players have arised. <laughs> New forms of players have arised. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like you, you, like, you don't really go out to bars to meet people anymore. Everything's online. Anything else you want to discuss? Arranged marriage. Good or not good? Ah. I would say not good because you don't really know much about the person. You didn't choose them. Um, and I feel like that's too difficult like it's basically like marrying like a stranger so to me i don't feel like that's the ideal situation to be in i think it depends man it can it can be good if you if your parents pick out the right person for you and it, it can be good but again like like bindi said you're going into a totally unknown situation however what's changed now with arranged marriages is if your parents do pick out somebody for you, you usually have a little bit of time before you get married to actually go out with them and get to know them. But where that can get fucked up is there might be pressure that on you that my parents have found this person and even after having spent time with them, I don't like them. But because my parents picked them out, I can't get out of it. But I wouldn't do it. Not for me. And so, like, your parents pick someone for you, but, like, the criteria that your parents are looking at might, might not necessarily be the criteria that you want in a partner. So there could be differences there. And parents are de generally going to look at the same factors, like, does the person have a good job? Are they financially secure? Um, those are, like, the main, like, deciding factors, I feel like, for parents. And there's so much more to a person that has to be considered to actually see if you're compatible. The other thing is, parents, um, their idea of beauty is not the same as your idea of beauty. <laughs> they will never find a they will never find a person for you that you find attractive. But your parents will think that person looks like a million bucks. But you, for you, it will never live up to your standards. And this has happened to me. Speaking on personal experience. Eh? Speaking on personal experience. And, uh, yeah, no, I just, it, it, it's not for me. I, I told my parents, 
I'm like, I would rather stay single than actually have you find somebody for me because my dad was saying that we'll go to India and find a girl for you. Ugh. No, I couldn't do that. What about you? Do you uh, do you want to hop on the Tinder game, T- uh, the Tinder train, Tinder or do you want your mom and dad to find? I don't know, man. Uh, the way I look, I feel like it'd be embarrassing to be on Tinder. What's what, what's wrong with the way you look? Nah, man. It'd be like, ah, Tinder the. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. That's you, you can't. You you're going about it the wrong way, man. Okay. Just be like, <laughs> Yes, this guy. <laughs> you gotta have self confidence, okay? You have to like believe in yourself. Okay. Last question. Okay. Thoughts on marriage bureaus? That's arranged marriages. It's not for me. Yeah. Okay. But marriage bureaus are a scam. Okay. Like f- they they'll take your money. And they'll say they're going to set you up with someone, but they usually don't. Their pool of people that they have is really small. And they'll also, like, lie about, like, matches, previous matches. Like, I feel like it's one big scam. Yeah, I'd say so. The thing you can't do with grandparents is if you're uh, dating somebody, you can't tell them too early in your relationship. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Because... The thing is, once you tell brown parents, they immediately... So they want to, like, meet the person. They want to, like, meet the parents. They want it to get, like, more serious. And they want to get you, like, married. That's always their end goal. And I feel like they try to, like, do that really quickly. So, like, yeah, you definitely have to lie and say you met the person. Like, date them for a while and then, you know, introduce them, like, way later on. And then say that you just met them at that time. Also... When you find somebody for yourself and you want to tell your uh, your parents how you met them, have your lies figured out and aligned. So so when you go tell them, everything makes sense. So I think we did discuss like the timing of like what we would tell our parents of when we met. But I think how we met, we told different things. I still, okay. What did you do? Okay. How do, you, how do your parents think that we met? So I told my parents the truth. I said on a dating app, I said Bumble. I told my parents that a friend of mine introduced us and then he came over and I forgot that I uh, had used his name. (laughs) And my mom's like to him, oh, uh, thank you so much for setting up Robin with Bimbi. And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, no problem. (laughs) And as he's leaving, he's like, should I might as well have mentioned that to me that you told your parents? Yeah, so... Remember your lies, basically, if you're dating somebody. Wait, so your parents still think that? Like, they don't actually know the truth? Yeah, they still think that my friend introduced us. But why did you say that? Why didn't you just say it was like a dating app? It's awkward, man. What are you supposed to say? I think my parents aren't fond of dating apps and finding people online. That's why. Okay, that's different. Like, my mom's, like, pretty cool about it. And she's like, she's very familiar with the app, like Dill Mill, because her cousin met someone through that and he's actually on an ad for it. Um, so she knows what dating apps are and like she's, and I think that's how Sim met Sunny too. So my mom's been pretty chill about dating apps. And she's chill about uncle number four situation. Her dad's not going to listen to this. <laughs> it's Sim and Sunny met off Dill Mill? No, I think Sim and Sunny met on Tinder, I think. I don't know. I think I know it was a dating app. I think it was Tinder. I don't know. I have to ask her. My personal experience with Tinder, not good. The thing I noticed is white girls in the GTA. This was my personal experience. White girls in the GTA don't want to match with brown guys. But as soon as I would go to the States and I would turn on Tinder, we're a fucking rare commodity down there, man. <laughs> it was like, like you turn on the corner in Brampton and like you run into a brown guy, right? You go downtown, it's all brown guys. In the states, we're a rare commodity, so I would, so it's so much easier to match with 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 the white chicks uh, in the states. We're exotic. So you're trying to get a gordy, eh? That's what you're trying to do. If I lived in Winnipeg, if I still lived in uh, in, in Winnipeg, I'm pretty certain I would have married a gordy. Tell your mommy this, okay? Go ahead. When I was in grade three, I asked my mom if I could have a girlfriend named Ashley. <laughs> oh, shit. And what did she say? She said, they're all your friends. What do you mean you want a girlfriend? 
Yeah, I read a statistic. It said that there's more Punjabi people in Canada than in India. No. Yeah, I read a statistic. How? What the percentage of the population? There's 28 million people in Punjab. By definition, they are Punjabi. No, not Punjabi. Sorry, Sikh. There's more Sikhs in Canada than in Punjab. No. no I read a statistic. Google it. I don't it, think that's it true. Was like, it was really close. It was like 2.2% to like 1.8%. Okay, did you say in Punjab or in India? Yo, I'm I'm losing my. I'll, I'll find it. I'll okay, find the post. percentages. Okay, percentages don't tell you the full story. You gotta look at actual like full on numbers. No way. There's because don't we want to see relative to the population? So we do want to see a percentage. <sighs> but I mean, yeah. Okay, I found where I was looking. Okay. Canada is home to the largest proportion of Sikhs in the world at 2.1%. In comparison, India's portion of Sikhs is 1.72%. percentage. That makes sense. But that's not really... I don't think that's a, a fair picture. Sorry, I was just looking at another stat. But this is from like 2020. So it's a bit outdated. But this is like total number of Sikhs per population like country so india is the most then it's saying uk and then canada and then the u.s like in actual numbers or proportions numbers yeah that, that makes sense india then then uh the uk then canada yeah yeah because india's population is so huge so right? of course yeah the proportions are going to be lower yeah but the uk man it's a weird place i heard how the police officers don't have guns yeah, I heard that too. Is that true? Let me Google it. But like, what's the purpose? Why don't they have guns? Less crime? I guess so. But what what I heard was this police officer from UK was telling a story. He's like, there was a robber. There's a there's like a, somebody was trying to rob a convenience store, right? And he's like, I was patrolling. I was in my car, right? He's like, I was in my car. I was just driving by. And then like this guy comes running up to me with a knife. And I lock my doors because I don't want to get killed because I don't have a gun. But I've seen videos of police officers in England with guns. Maybe it's tasers. No, no, like actual oh. like machine guns. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm confused. I don't know. So online it says handguns and assault rifles are completely b- banned in Britain. And a very small percentage of British police officers carry guns. Something that has led to a lower number of fatal police shootings. <sighs> but I mean, every cop in... Canada has a gun. Yeah. And we still and we we do have fatal police shootings, but I wonder what that number is in comparison with the United States. I mean uh well, United States. With uh with with England. But like I feel like if you if like a police officer doesn't have a gun, you don't really have to fear them. Yeah, the whole fear comes from the fact that they have a gun. Exactly. Right? You do something wrong, they can uh, like there's the potential of shit of like things getting ugly. Yeah. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, I guess so. Anything to say, Bindi? No, I was trying to see if I can get that number, but I can't find it. It's fine. All right. Until next time, guys. Toodaloo. Good old mate. <laughs>